Christians so faithfully. We are patriots so committed and yes we are involved in the 420 community. The medical benefits are exponential. Welcome to this Sunday show. We hope you listen to past episodes to understand everything we're talking about is we are Neo 420 Talks. The podcast speaking truth against the lies. They call it the new age movement, but in reality, there's nothing new about it at all. In fact, its roots go all the way back to the dawn of civilization, back to Eden, where Adam and Eve were told by Satan that if they ate of the forbidden fruit, they would become like God. That is a tragedy of the human condition, is that what our mind starts to believe Sometimes we will commit everything that we have to make that belief a reality. We are not gods, brothers and sisters, and non-believers. We are not anywhere close to being gods. We are children of God. So whenever anything that happens with your education or your economic prowess or your inheritance or your truly privileged ways of living allow you to be in a situation that's above anybody else do not think that you are better than anybody else the bible says that it is better to give than to receive And that is such a beautiful truth because when you do so, you are not giving just whatever it is that you give, but the effort that you've put into attaining that, you're also giving. And that is time. And that is priceless. Whatever you put your time into, make sure it is worth it. And I am constantly, me and the team are here constantly putting together Sunday episodes to make sure to encourage you to be charged back up, brothers and sisters in Christ, and to be ready for the week ahead. And for those who don't know Jesus, those that do not know him, I encourage you always to get to know Jesus Christ as he will change your life. Hallelujah. We support Living Waters ministry here, and we're constantly giving out uh, some of their information, booklets, and kits that we've acquired. We've purchased to support their ministry. We've given away information of theirs, and we do that because we believe that Ray Comfort and the other people over there are doing a great work for the Lord. So I want to bring you this episode from them. Go and check out their page. Go and check out their website. Support them how you can. They are really doing some fantastic work. Don't detach from what you're doing locally. But if you have an extra $10, dollars $100, purchase something over at Living Waters, and it's going to support that ministry. 
Hope you have a great rest of the day, and I hope you really feel this message and the power that it is, because as you will hear, God is working in your life, and you can't see it right now, but God is doing it. And this testimony from this this interview that this man has with this young lady, it's going to show you how God is constantly hearing your prayers and responding. You may not see it right immediately, but have the faith that God is listening. Be one with God. Be righteous. Pray without ceasing. We must repent daily of the transgressions that we have committed against God. We're not perfect, but we must repent. Be courageous to speak the gospel. Speak the word of Jesus Christ's name to as many as you can and know that the victory's already been won. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is here for you to know him as your saving grace, to spend eternity with him. Hallelujah. It's going to take some responsibility from you. I encourage you to, to walk that walk and to talk that talk and to be the person that God has made you to be. Make sure you check out the Living Waters podcast. They call it the New Age Movement, but in reality, there's nothing new about it at all. In fact, its roots go all the way back to the dawn of civilization, back to Eden, where Adam and Eve were told by Satan that if they ate of the forbidden fruit, they would become like God. And of course, it had its origins with Satan himself. When you look at Isaiah 14, where it says of Lucifer that he would ascend to God's throne and he said he would become like the Most High. The term itself, New Age, was really popularized back in the 1970s and we saw it really take off in the 1980s. And you began to see people like Shirley MacLaine and Deepak Chopra and more recently Oprah Winfrey really, really make it popular. But in reality, when you think about it, all New Ageism really is, is Eastern mysticism in a sense repackaged. It's kind of a hodgepodge of Eastern religions. It's got a little bit of Buddhism, a little bit of Hinduism, and you hear things in connection connection with it like astral projection and tarot cards and things like uh, being able to manifest your own reality. It really has its foundation in what's called monism, which is that all is one and one is all. And its real aim and heart is that we are all in reality God. Now think about how ridiculous that notion is, that man is God. We're talking about man who can't even control his own hiccups. <laughs> we are God, really? I remember a number of years ago being with Ray Comfort out in Santa Monica. We were preaching the gospel in the open air. And this guy came up and he began to proclaim himself to be God. He was so convinced that he was the Almighty. He began to speak with this real deep, booming voice. I am the Lord thy God. I mean, it was eerie. We could almost feel the ground shake by how deep this guy's voice was. And right in the middle of his tirade, Ray Comfort asked him a simple question. And it was this, what's your name? And the guy looks over at Ray and he goes, in the midst of this booming tirade, I am Larry. <laughs> Ray and I lost it. We thought, oh, God's name is Larry. How wonderful is that? Friends, new ageism is destructive 
it's deceptive and a lot of people are caught up in it and they don't even really know it. It's not always intentional. It's become so pervasive in our society that it has really taken the place of what is the norm, so to speak, in modern contemporary culture. Well, I had an interaction with a very, very lovely and sweet young lady named Ilana out at Huntington Beach. And in our discussion, you'll notice that there are some new age sort of tones in the things that she was saying. But I was delighted by how our interview turned out. So, Ilana, I saw you sitting here at Huntington Beach minding your own business. You told me you're out here from Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, do you have children? I do. Okay. Yes. When you had your children, um, what what was the feeling that you had? It was just one out of um, a million experiences. Yeah. yeah. This child that bears your DNA, you know, yes. that looks like you. So, you see, you see birth as being something amazing and miraculous. Sacred, yeah. Sacred. I yeah. like that word. Yeah, sacred. On the flip side of that, we see that there's also death. So we have the process of birth, and then we have the, the process of death. Do you think much about death, Ilana? For sure. We're dying the moment we're born. We're dying from the moment that we're born. I'm so glad that Ilana said that. That often doesn't really happen because most people don't like to think about death. But the wise do pause and ask themselves, wait a minute, where am I heading here in this life? I wake up every morning, I go through my daily routine, I go to bed at night, I get up and I do it all over again. And each one of these days that are spent is bringing me closer to that last day of my life. It's true, from the moment we're born, we're dying. What are we doing about our eternity? Do you ever think about like, why in the world do we die? Of course, we, we are, I believe that we are here, we are far more than just this physical form, and we are pure consciousness, and we just come here to experience what spirit can't in the human body. Do you have any kind of spiritual background, being from the Ukraine, maybe an Orthodox background or something yes, like that? Yes, Christian, Christian Orthodox. Yeah. yeah. Where are you in terms of your spirituality? Do you believe in the existence of God? Do you, would you absolutely. call yourself a Christian? Yes, absolutely. I don't believe in it in a construct that it um, that is presented necessarily um, the church-wise in some aspects. Some aspects resonate with me a lot, and some aspects are... Um, not really something that I resonate with, but I, I definitely do. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why Jesus taught in the Bible that we as people die through, through his word that he gave us is because we sin. Jesus uh, in the Bible, in the, in the book of James, indicated to us that sin is transgression of the law. So it's the violation of a standard that's actually outside of us. Because if you think about it, if all of us we're allowed to decide our own standard of, of good and bad or right and wrong, then basically any of us could do whatever we want and there'd be absolutely no accountability. Right. Because, hey, this is my right and that's your right and that's my wrong and that's your right. wrong. So there has to be an outside standard beyond us that we can measure ourselves against to see where it is that we really stand. Have you ever heard of the Ten Commandments? Yes. How many of them do you know? Can you name any? I'll tell you a few and you tell me if I'm thinking okay. in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, one is do not kill, do not steal. Good. Right? Is that, is that? Yeah, you're on the right yeah, track. I yeah. Think, Most people can't even name one. Yeah. So I'm surprised you got I, a couple. If I really think about it, I can probably name a few. Yeah, yeah don't kill, don't steal. Um, don't use the name of the Lord your God right. in vain. 
right? Um, There's one God only, I yeah, think. That's yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You have no other gods I before think me. I can remember don't make unto yourself any graven images, uh-huh. uh, right? Um, don't murder, right? Kill, I think uh-huh. you, you named that one. When you examine yourself uh, against the backdrop of those commandments, uh, I wonder how well you would do. How well do you think you would do? Um, I think I, I would do pretty good. There's a good reason why when you ask people if they think that they're good, that they'll tell you that they do think that they're good. It's because it doesn't feel very good to not think that you're very good. And here's where the Christian comes in. And it's not a fun job. Uh, Who wants to try to convince someone who thinks they're good that they're not good? It's not like something you sign up to do. But if we care about people, that's exactly what we're going to do because we know the Bible tells us that, no, we're not good. And as soon as we see that, it changes everything in a good way. Did Ilana beat me up after I told her that? Let's see. So I want to, here's what I want to do. I want to hold up the mirror of those commandments. I want you to look into it. And it's going to reflect back to you what's true about yourself. Yes, let's do that. You seem eager. For sure. I'm like, yes. (laughs) How many lies would you say you've told over the course of your life? Be honest now. Mm, um, I wish I counted them, but I have, yeah. More than you can count? I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah. What would you call someone who's told more lies than they can count? I know it hurts, but uh, what would you, what would you call A liar? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever at any point in your life used God's name in vain? Like, oh my, G-O-D. Um, like, what does that mean? Like, oh my, and then oh. use yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. The Bible says that's called blasphemy. Yeah. And the Bible says God will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Have you at any time in your life disobeyed your parents? Totally. When I came to the United States, they didn't want me to yeah. stay here. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Honor your father and mother, mm-hmm. the Bible teaches. Jesus taught that if we look with lust, sexual lust at others, we commit adultery with them in our heart. The Bible even teaches if we've had unjust anger or hatred toward anyone in our heart at any time, we're guilty of murder. And then you you mentioned, right, one of the commandments, which I'm surprised you knew, right? Don't have any other gods before me. So, Ilana, if you were to say yes to those, and you did to a number of them, and I'm not judging you here. I'm just letting the mirror reflect back to you. Yeah, for sure. By your own admission, that would make you a liar, Mm -hmm. a blasphemer, an adulterer a sorcerer because rebellion disobeying our parents is like that's act of witchcraft or sorcery and a murderer in the sight of God so let me ask you this now with this understanding if you were to stand before God and you were to judge you by that standard do you think you'd be good enough to get into heaven um, not if you judge it by that standard no well as you can tell my face did not get rearranged And look, as you can tell, Ilana contemplated. She thought about the things that I was sharing with her. She was willing to be introspective. And notice when I took her through the commandments, I didn't beat her over the head. Uh, I didn't use some weird, strange preacher voice and start doing that kind of thing. I gently led her through the truth. I held up the mirror of God's law and I let it do its work in her. I wish I had more time in this video to explain more of that dynamic to you. That's why we have the Living Waters podcast where we talk about these things more extensively. If you haven't checked it out, make sure to do that. But I love how this interview with Ilana ended up. I'm, I'm grateful for your honesty. What, what really matters is that God has seen everything, right? People can only see what's in front of them, but God has seen our every thought, 
our every motive, our every intention, everything we've done in, in the light or in the darkness. And the Bible says we have to give account of it because sin is serious in God's sight. It's very, very serious. So knowing that, if you were to stand in front of him on that day, the Bible says that the punishment for our sin is hell for all eternity. So Ilana, do you know, even maybe remembering from growing up, what God did in order to give us forgiveness for sin? He died. Where did he die? Um, he was crucified. On that cross. Yes. Right. And then do you know what he did three days later? Uh, he came back to life. He rose again from the yes. dead. He's the one that died. He's the one yeah. that rose again. And he's the one that's told us the mysteries of life and death. This is the most amazing story in the world. It's kind of like, imagine you broke a bunch of laws in, 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 in your city where you're living. Let's say back in the, in the Ukraine. You're caught by the police. You're brought in front of the judge. And the judge has to pass sentence, right? I mean, you have to, you have to pay for your Guilty. crimes. And you have to pay a big financial fine. And if you can't afford it, you're going to jail, right? But then something amazing happens. That judge, who happens to be your father, comes from around the bench. He takes off his robe. He goes. He sells everything that he possesses, raises the money, and then comes and says to you, Ilana, as the judge, I had to be just and pass sentence. But as your father... I've paid the ultimate price. I've sold everything precious to me, and I've come to set you free. And that's the message of the gospel. We broke God's law. We deserve his wrath and judgment. And he had to, as a just judge, pass that judgment, right? But then Christ came down and went, and he took the punishment that we deserve and then shed his blood so we can have forgiveness of sins, rose again three days later. And if we repent and place our faith in him, God will wash all of our sins away and give us everlasting life. Lana, what do you think of that? I think it's beautiful. And what do you think about you getting your life right with God? When you think about where you're at now, have you considered the importance of you repenting and trusting in Christ? I have, and it's very interesting, the timing you caught me at. So yeah. it's very like divine timing, so it's perfect. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and these things happen by divine design. Yeah. They don't just kind of pop up. You're sitting here at Huntington Beach. Exactly. There's a lot of people out here. I approached yeah. you. And God is getting your attention. So I hope you think about that. Will you think about that? Absolutely, yes. That's great. I'm so glad we got thank to meet. You. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. And God bless you. We'll be praying for your family in the Ukraine. And thank I hope so all much. will be well with them. Thank you so much. Ilana, we went off camera and you were just yeah. saying, you were kind of amazed saying this, 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 you don't believe in coincidences. Yeah, so now, now that I'm just finding out that your channel, you never told me what your channel is about and what the topic of our conversation is going to be you were just like i'm just going to maybe ask some questions about life spirituality and (laughs) and i had no idea that it will be that your channel is all about god and we would have this conversation about god and um i've been at the point of my life in the past few weeks like almost a month i would say where i actually found myself ready to explore my relationship with God instead of calling it universe. Wow. And uh, when I did my breathwork uh, practice about a month ago, less than a month, three weeks ago, yeah. uh, in March, I actually got to feel his presence. Wow. And I'm still trying to define what it looks like for me because a lot of things, um, like I said, um, with in the constructs that it's presented to us, some of them don't resonate with me. Uh, but again, we don't know. Maybe it's just my level of consciousness that 
cannot see from the perspective where it would resonate, right? Yeah. It's all how you look at things. Yeah. And I've been praying. I've prayed pretty often when I was little. And it kind of like changed. Then I started believing in... Um, I always believed in a higher power. But I, I used to call it more universe or divine. Yeah. And like I said, only in the past three weeks I was just like I feel like I'm ready I'm ready to look at it um, to redefine my relationship with God and to explore it more and um, get more guidance from spirit and lo and behold and I show up yes and it is so <laughs> wow and even even yesterday um, when I came here and I was talking with my friend and I told her, I think I'm ready for that. Because wow. I was talking about my intentions for my breathwork session that I'll, I'll do yeah. tomorrow. And wow. wow what a, <laughs> and I, and I, uh, one of my prayers is, show me, guide me. I'm open for you to guide me. Show me the way. And it's like, here you are. Like, yeah. Let's talk about God. Yeah, there are, How no, cool. there are no accidents in yes, God's Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. And Ilana, you know, there's so much out there in this world about the higher power and the universe and all of that. And for sure. When we stand back and we think about it logically obviously there has to be a, a divine being not Absolutely, some not some yeah. amorphous sort of nebulous but but no there has to be a person and that's who God is and the bottom line in it all is Jesus said you must be born again it's like a caterpillar turning yes. into a butterfly and and that's what needs to happen to us we need to be transformed and that happens as I told you earlier through repentance and faith and then all of the things that are not natural for us as people spiritually, like a caterpillar jumping from a, a building, right? It doesn't enjoy that. It's going to splat all over the sidewalk. But when it's metamorphosed, when it's transformed, and it goes through that metamorphosis, it gets its wings, that becomes the most amazing thing imaginable. And, and it's so amazing you mentioned, I'm just like standing here, I'm like, wow, like you don't even know, because yesterday, it's pretty amazing, yesterday I was listening to a podcast, and I really loved the analogy of a butterfly as it was uh, described in really? the podcast. Yesterday? Yes, and it was oh, about, it, it was literally about, uh, the biggest statement was, in order to evolve, expansion happens in their um, con Wow. And it's like, wow, what do you mean? How am I going to expand if I'm placed in a container? But then it was uh, brought up with analogy of a butterfly that you have to go into cocoon. And I was like, wow, like this is so powerful. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I think I want to manifest that as a sign that I'm on the right path. And now you're like literally talking. <laughs> so stop. Right. So, <laughs> I feel like we keep talking. Just so gonna... God is getting your yeah, attention. It's and, very interesting. And look, it's not complex. It's not this intricate involved thing. You're a sinner. You've broken God's law. You deserve his wrath and judgment. And he came, died, rose again. And if you repent and place your faith in him, he'll give you his spirit. He'll change your nature and he'll give you everlasting life. It's that simple. But you have to be burdened by your sin. You have to realize you seem like a very nice person. I'm sure you, you're, you're an amazing person. But it's not about what we do by our own moral standards. Yeah. We've already established you've committed serious sins yeah. against God. You need his forgiveness and Christ made that way and I know this today was designed by God for sure and so thanks again Ilana and I hope I hope I get the privilege to see you in God's kingdom one day thank you God bless you God bless you we started with providence and we end with watching how God's providence worked out what a delight that was to hear Ilana step back and say wow I can't believe you're saying this stuff. I can't believe that you came up to me at this time after I've been thinking about all of these things. That, my dear friends, is how God works. And what a joy it is to be a part of his unfolding story 
and the affairs of men and women. If you haven't gotten involved, get involved and let God use you. You won't be disappointed. Standing in your ruins feels a lot like the end. So used to losing, you're afraid to try again. Right now, all you see are ashes where there was a flame. Truth is that you're not forgotten, cause grace knows your name. God's not done.